Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter. because You've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows. And I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. And if you were listening to my colleague Rita Cosby, you know that there's a lot to follow at this very moment as it relates to the Russia Ukraine uh, situation. And uh, I'm hoping during the uh, course of this hour that much won't change, meaning an escalation of violence. We have a lot to get to. And later on this morning in the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, uh, we're going to bring it back locally, the subway system here in New York, just when you thought things couldn't get any worse a woman has feces uh, pushed into her face and hair several times. And thank God for the NYPD. They have made an arrest in that case, as well as the case of the city health department employee hit in the hammer. Police hit in the head with a hammer, police said, um, about 13 times. Or an arrest in that case as well. Let's start with... Um, Ukraine. We are now in the sixth day of the invasion. Massive uh, Russia convoy, as we speak, as we speak, is 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 nearing the uh, the capital uh, of Ukraine, and it may be an indication. I, I'm really hoping not. But it may be an indication that the worst is yet to come from Russia. This convoy, and we're looking at a situation where thousands are trying to flee uh, Ukraine. But this this um, this convoy is 40 miles long. And this morning, the White House is monitoring the situation so we have very much an ongoing situation as we speak. This as ceasefire negotiations didn't go anywhere. We are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. I can't even believe that I'm mentioning this next point as it relates to Ukraine and Russia. But if we're being honest about this, we all know that this situation 
is one where this topic was going to come up. It was inevitable. So here's the backdrop. As we all know, Ukraine is holding its own. So what if Putin decides to take the big step and launches or starts a global nuclear war? A global nuclear war. President Biden said uh, today, a few hours ago at the uh, White House, that Americans should not fear Russia's invasion of Ukraine developing into a global nuclear war, despite Moscow putting its nuclear forces on high alert following the uh, harsh U.S. Sanctions. Mr. President, should Americans be worried about nuclear war? No. And so that's the president at a uh, Black History Month uh, event at the White House today. His answer, no. Should Americans fear uh, nuclear war with uh, Russia? That's how he responded. But again, Putin directed his um, his military leaders to move to heightened readiness to launch nuclear weapons because of what is being called on the Russian side aggressive statements by NATO countries. Going to your telephone calls and just White House uh, Press Secretary Jen Psaki said Monday that the provocative uh, rhetoric like this regarding nuclear weapons is dangerous, adds to the risk of miscalculation, and should be avoided. And that the White House is assessing Putin's directive and at this time sees no reason to change our own alert levels. But this was already a serious situation. People have died, and it could escalate Real fast. And I think that's what we're all worried about. And if we're going to be honest about this, if we're going to be candid about this, the president that we have now is, I mean, there's no way to sugarcoat this. He's seen President Biden on the world stage as as weak. And so what what happens in in this type of uh, situation? Let's start with the uh, telephone calls. Let's go to Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil, and welcome yeah. to the Dominic Carter Show. Hi, Dominic. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, here's the deal. I'm a veteran. I, I was in the Vietnam era. And I, I was in the service for a number of years. And I could tell you right now, his Putin's threat of nuclear uh, upscaling is just basically rhetoric. It's all it is. He knows better because he'll lose the whole shebang. He'll lose hands down within 15 minutes of launching the first missile. Mm-hmm. China, will wipe him, China will wipe him off the face of the earth. Uh, the whole point is, I think, and you're not going to like what I'm going to say, and I have to say it, though, it's true. Let Putin do what he's doing and just back off. 
I'm sorry to say it that way. No disrespect to the Ukrainian people. Let him do what he wants. He'll be happy. He'll calm down and he'll back off. And eventually things will settle down. You cannot. You're not going to win. You tease him with the with NATO. You tease him with Canadian sending troops there. It, it's a waste of time. You're just provoking a nut job. Him and Biden are on the same page. They don't care. Biden told them we're going to continue to buy oil from you. He's making a hundred million dollars a week. Putin is no fool. Right. Well, Phil, you're not the first person uh, on this program to say. Uh, let Biden go ahead and and um, take Ukraine, if you will. But but the the problem with that becomes, we all know that in all likelihood he won't stop there. What what if he decides Poland is next? What what happens at that point? You don't know that. The point is he he has had the whole relationship between Russia and Ukraine. It's a tangled web of intrigue that goes back at yes. least 50 years. Yes. The point is, all he wants to do is settle the arguments and just take over. Let him have the Ukraine. It's a, I, I feel so freaking bad for those poor people. Let him do it. He will stop. He will stop there. Trust me. I've seen combat. I've seen war. I know the psychology of people. I was in military intelligence. I know the deal. This is a power play. All he wants to do is grab up some land, control some people, and that's the end of it. He doesn't care about Europe. Europe is is on the way out anyway. He's worried about, I want to impress myself by taking over the Ukraine. Let him do it, back up, and his threat of nuclear war ain't going to happen. The Chinese will wipe him off the face of the earth in 15 minutes. Okay, well, Phil, I I thank you for the call and for your um, assessment And one uh, recent survey, nearly three-quarters of Democrats, 74%, said they were worried about nuclear war compared to uh, 65% of Republicans and 57% of independents. And this is a Quinnipiac University poll that was released uh, Monday, a few hours ago. And overall, it found that 63% of Americans are concerned that Russia may use nuclear weapons. And that's if NATO attempts to uh, intervene in the uh, conflict. Let's go to Virginia Beach, Virginia. Let's say good morning to Michael. Michael, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, good morning, uh, Dominic, and uh, congratulations to your first caller, Phil. Uh, very, very smart, but there, there's something missing. There has to be an alternative to Phil's uh, proposal, and the alternative is this. That $100 million uh, a week uh, or a day, I forget what he, what he said, uh, whatever the, the the true total is that that's going into uh, Putin's pocket, uh, that can only be guaranteed by his closest oligarchs around him. So here's what we do: we offer to uh, after we figure out just uh, what percentage of that money is going to the oligarchs, we offer to double it if they will give us the head of Vladimir Putin on a platter delivered to NATO. 
Simple as that. It's a money game, and we will play it, and we will win it. Well, if it's a money game and if it's that simple, why hasn't it happened yet, Michael? Well, uh, the point is uh, we have uh, GoFundMe uh, options. Uh, We have options around the uh, uh, treasonous, compromised oligarchy in Washington. And we can use those in conjunction with other nations of the free world who will uh, uh, tag on with us. So we don't have to wait for the uh, compromised, treasonous oligarchs to do the right thing. They're never going to do the right thing. We must take the initiative, and a part of that has to be a public demand, a public demand for uh, retired four-star General uh, Jack Keane to declare his candidacy for Congress and his intent to take over the speaker's chair so that we can eliminate the threat posed by uh, the, the two top people in our government. Well, Michael, I, I thank you for the call, but, but it, it, no one uh, gets elected to Congress and then starts out uh, in the role of speaker. It just politics, American politics just doesn't happen that way, period. Let's go to Dimitri in New Jersey. Good morning, Dimitri. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Mr. Dominic. I just want to respond to uh, your first uh, caller, uh, Bill. Uh, he cannot be more wrong. It didn't start 50 years ago. It started about 1,000 years ago. Uh, that bad blood between uh, Kievskaya Rus and uh, the Duchy of Moscow. Um, too much history there. Not enough real estate. And uh, just to remind to the American public that uh, same thing happened. Europe let uh, Germany bite little by little before the World War II uh, erupted and became so horrible. On the other side, uh, side, from the east side, Stalin was biting seven countries. Germany took over seven countries. Stalin's USSR took over seven countries. So this is how... This is not from yesterday. This will escalate unless we make a stand. Uh, Western world lost Ukraine once. The white army that fought the Bolsheviks were actually the Ukrainians, predominantly. And uh, we paid dear price. We paid dear price. 1945, uh, Eastern, Central Europe. We pay. We pay big price for so, 50 years. So, Dmitry. Do you fear that Putin may turn to nuclear weapons? Well, he's he's unpredictable at that uh, moment of life. Seven years old man, um, <laughs> he's unpredictable. I I am fearful. I'm fearful, but I don't believe. Uh, the only thing is, we have to bring him to a talk. Get him out of the corner. Get him back to the table, and let's talk. What he wants, how much. Why we have to start talk? We have to start the talking process. Well, I, you Any and I channel, certainly channel uh, because uh, just escalating the war will will we'll get worse. We'll get worse. Right, and and thousands will die and um, unnecessarily die. Dimitri, I'm sorry, I, I cut you off by mistake there. Um, but you did make some good points, and getting Putin back to the table. Uh, diplomacy is always, always, always a better answer than uh, what we are witnessing uh, now. 
And folks, uh, this is the sixth day, day six of the uh, invasion. And what we are monitoring very closely uh, right now is uh, the massive uh, Russian uh, convoy, uh, which is uh, near the capital city in Ukraine. Um, It could be, as I said at the top of the show, an indication that the worst is yet to come. Uh, 40 miles long, this convoy, Russian convoy, 40 miles long. And at this hour, the word from the White House is that they are monitoring the situation. We see all of your telephone calls. We're going to get to as many of them as we can during the course of this hour. And coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Dominic Carter here with you. I will be right back. I heard you were looking for me. And we are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC, the sixth day of the invasion, Russia invading Ukraine, a convoy 40 miles long, ongoing, a Russian convoy 40 miles long, ongoing as we speak, as we speak. Hopefully things uh, will remain calm this hour and uh, overnight the White House is monitoring the situation, and uh, we are following this. Let's go to uh, Grace in Brooklyn. Good morning, Grace. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi. Good morning, Dominic. I didn't want this to be uh, a continuous thing. Right. But, but, it, but it, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm I, sorry. I would love for Mr. Biden and uh, NATO's to put planes in the sky now, put plane in the sky, because there is no backing down after this, because if they stand back and wait to see when Putin destroyed this city, it's going to be NATO next, because there's no line anymore. Okay, okay, but, but wait, Grace, but when, huh? you, when you said this city, you're referring to New York City? No, no, Ukraine, Ukraine. Oh, Ukraine. Okay, okay, the yes. capital city in Ukraine. But, yeah, but, apology. but, but, no, no, no problem. But he, here's the problem with, with, what, with what I see with what you just stated. If the U.S. puts up planes or NATO and one is shot down or accidentally shot down, that's going to force NATO's hand. It's going to force the U.S.'s hand. Well, it has to be done. It has to be done. You have to stop the trouble from happening. Because remember now, you know, this man was creeping forward. He said he's going to, right now, nothing is holding him back because he's proud and he's ashamed because there's no turning back anymore. You understand? On his part. Mm -hmm. Right? He have his eye on Ukraine because of the sources. They have um, oil. Right? So... He would just become a bigger monster. Well, it's he 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 Putin appears to be a monster grace that the world is going to have to deal with one way or the other. And that's why that's why 
on a personal level. I mean, I, I understand that President Biden may be assessing the situation, and there are some people that say Trump was too close to Putin. But under a situation like this, I would rather have Trump dealing with it, me personally. Some of you may disagree, but the reason being that I feel that Putin would know where he could go with Trump and where he could not go. Right now we're dealing with a situation where I believe Putin feels that he's holding all the cards. I really feel that that's the way uh, he sees this situation. Let's go to Woodbridge, New Jersey. Let's say good morning to Charles. Charles, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Um, the sad part about all this is that, um, you know, um, our president, our vice president, you know, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, they're just a couple of useless, worthless people. And um, my opinion is that, um, you know, they're not going to do nothing to help us. As a matter of fact, I, I think that um, they're pretty much against the Ukrainian people myself. And um, when Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, I had no use for them ever since they said the country was racist right when they first got elected. So um, the sad part is that, um, you know, God helped those people in the Ukraine. You know, God helped those Russian soldiers. They're all going to get killed because I honestly believe that when um, if that if that um, convoy doesn't do anything, that maybe uh, Putin's going to end up using those nuclear missiles. He's uh, you know, he's a bully. So that's what he does. He's going to keep stuffing stuff up. Well, you, you know, Charles, um, here's here's where I fear that you may be uh, accurate to some degree. Right now, the narrative around the world is that Ukraine is holding its own. So what happens when Putin feels that he's losing the public relations battle? And so you you may be on to something there, and that's exactly what I fear in this type of situation. Let's go to Brooklyn. Let's say good morning to Maria. Good morning, Maria. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, it's not a good morning. I am praying. I'm putting Jesus Christ in the middle of those poor Ukrainians. My only hope is, look what happened in Afghanistan when the Russians came in. The Afghanis, Afghanistan, they held their, their own, so I'm hoping. Remember when uh, Hillary Clinton, as Secretary of State, uh, and under the Obama administration gave Russia 20% of our uranium? My fear is Iran is a step away from nuclear weapons. That's what ended up happening, and that's what I'm, I'm afraid of, that this is just going to unleash all of it, because they see absolutely no response from from this uh Democratic, so-called elected president. He's not interested. He did he did this in Afghanistan last year. He's not interested in, in doing the right thing. I keep saying this is not. It it, it almost seems like this. He's letting this happen, like this is something that was in the plans. I mean, Joe Biden. He's not acting on it. He and uh, unfortunately now we're in the middle of this. And so Maria, what what would you like to see President Biden do more of here in this situation? I hate to give you this answer, but at this point, I think there's nothing we could do. We didn't act when we were supposed to, and now our hands are tied. Because now if we act, then we have a, a, another another problem. We got 
you know, he's threatening us. Putin is saying that if if anybody gets involved, he's like you said, he's against the wall. So we are afraid of his actions. And and then you have China, and then you have Iran in the background. It's 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 horrible. I pray for the for the people. I I just heard in the news that the Suffolk Police Department they're collecting. Um, I guess anything you want to send toiletries or something because they know that this is going to become a big um, humanitarian refugee problem. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if you heard it, but well, um, I I have I to I, I have to check into the uh, details of that. But a number of agencies around the tri-state area around the country are doing exactly that on a humanitarian effort to uh, benefit Ukraine. It's just an awful situation. Maria, I thank you uh, for the call from Brooklyn this morning. Let's go to the great state of Michigan. I've been to Michigan several times delivering speeches. Let's say good morning to Glenn. Good morning, Glenn. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. It's Ron, though. R-O-N. Oh, oh R-O-N? You said Ron? Yes, sir. Ron, yeah. Okay, okay. It says Glenn here. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. Uh, I'm a Vietnam veteran. Okay, I have a son who's in uniform right now. Okay, I say no war. I say no no war with Russia. Okay, all and here all these people with these beautiful accents. They say the, the President Joe Biden's not doing enough. Well, I, I'll tell you what. If you're young enough yourself, march yourself down to our recruiting station. There's a thirty thousand dollar bonus to join our military because our military is hurting for people and volunteer for the Eastern front or take your son and daughter by the hand and have them join up or else you shut your mouth. I say, shut your mouth and get out of my country. But, but Ron, but, but, but you know that you can't volunteer and that the military is going to send you exact. You, you can make a recommendation, but it doesn't mean the military is going to send you where you want to go. But I get your point. You're saying stop the talking and uh, join the military, correct? That's right, Dominic. And one more thing, as far as these refugees go, you know, I, I don't remember we we used to see pictures of uh, Yemen and the Saudi Arabians bombing the, and starving those people to death with our bombers, our planes, trained our, trained pilots. Okay, we don't see that anymore because those refugees are dark skinned people. But when we see these. People who are the same color as they say soccer moms and a suburban mom. Oh, we can't wait to take them in into our bosom. But but if in Poland and Hungary, you, if you're a refugee from the Middle East or an African, you're not welcome. Breaking EU uh, rules. But but our soldiers who are thirty percent black and twenty percent other minorities are being sent there to, to shed their blood to protect your white skin privilege. Okay, I I, I, I got you, Ron. I, I, I hear you. Um, I, I hear the point that you are making. Uh, I just don't know if right now is the time for that, given the seriousness of this situation. And I, I'm even trying to use my words carefully because, frankly, folks, what scares me is as I am on the air with you right now, something could happen within a matter of seconds where thousands of people are dead. You have this Russian convoy as we speak 40 miles long. What is a convoy 40 miles long going to do? And so... 
th- th- this is just really a a tough situation, and and that's why I'm talking to you folks to see what what you have to say about this, because as as we speak, the convoy could get closer to the capital city. The convoy could could open up uh, and start firing or bombing. We don't know what is going to happen. But we do know that Putin has put his uh, nuclear team on high alert. That's scary enough right there, right in that situation of in terms of what he has already ordered, putting this this uh, nuclear team on high alert. Let's go to Media, Pennsylvania. Let's say good morning to Dave. Dave, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Morning, Donald. Thanks for taking the call. I think, you know, you know, at the end of the day, God willing, it um, that hopefully diplomacy will be able to uh, prevail, but the only way I think it's to prevail is, is or negotiating is, you know, in, in order to manage um, Putin's maniacal, narcissistic uh, personality. Somehow we got to make him say face in the in the in the world theater, because um, I think if you not, he'll push him to the edge and you back him in a corner of embarrassed on it. And you know, you heard on I don't know if you heard on Rita Cosby show. Uh, you know, uh, Condoleezza Rice was even studying him and was watching his personality. Seeing he seems unhinged, and you know that's a very dangerous um, situation. Especially he has the fingers, you know, he's, he has the you know fingers on the on the button. Uh, he can unleash his military might, and uh, you don't want somebody a maniacal uh, psychopath <laughs> going, you know, a you know going crazy like that. So well, I think if there is a negotiation, it's going to have to be somehow to try to have to make him safe face, give him something, and, and maybe he'll see the reality. It's not a good thing, and it will resolve. That's all. My right. Thought. Well, you, you know what, Dave? I agree with you. Uh, on a world stage, he has to be given something of value that he wants. But then even if you give him something, the global community, what happens the next time he starts pouting? What happens the next time when he wants to restart this process again? Let's go to Karen, our friend Karen in Rockland County. Good morning to you, Karen. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, not so well looking at the world stage. I know. But, I know. Um, but how are you? I'm thinking that maybe, um, <laughs> first of all, um, oh, what was I going to say? Oh, God, I'm sorry. It's okay, um, Karen. Ignore the phone in the background because you're listening to a little bit of a delay, and it's going to confuse you. Just focus on no, the I'm phone. Having, I'm having a senior moment. Oh, okay, okay. Well, we we you know what, Karen? We all have these senior moments these days. <laughs> Certainly, myself included. It's okay. Um. Well, I number one. Um, Oh, uh, I'm, that's right. Ahab, I'm, that's right. Uh, Putin to me is like Ahab and Moby Dick. He's got an obsession that he doesn't want to let it go, and unfortunately, um, he should be in that character in um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and get some shock treatment like uh, 
Jack Nicholson got in that movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe shock therapy would um, be the answer for Putin. Do, do you think he may Putin may turn to uh, to nuclear weapons? I hope not. But I mean, I mean, they're supposed to be doing uh, diplomatic talks right now, and he's still invading. So I mean, if you're doing diplomatic talks. Don't you think you would stop the uh, invasion for now until the talks continue? Well, not necessarily. So, the talks didn't go anywhere day one. And, um, you, you know, they said they're continuing. With right. The talks. Right. But if you're him, you're not going to let up because that that in part is a negotiating stance. So he's he's not going to let up. But, Karen, I, I thank you uh, for the call. Let's go to Mark in Newark, New Jersey. Good morning, Mark. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. It seems like you did not like what Ron said. Why you did not debate with him? Why you hang up on him? I didn't. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> with all do, with Ma- Mark, I'm laughing because with all you due respect. Wait, Mark, hold on, please. I try to give people as much time as humanly possible. The caller from Michigan went on for, I can see, to the second. How long you're talking? He had uh, over two minutes. Do you want me to turn the show over to him or to anyone else? Did you make a show one day about Yemen? No, 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 I haven't. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah, because you don't know what you're talking about. And when you call a radio station, you should have your faculties together and you should know which host you're talking to so that you get your facts right. Because when you have this preconceived notion of what you think I am and and I turn out not to be that, you make yourself look like a complete fool. But I do thank you for your telephone call. Let's go to Tony in Brooklyn. Good morning, Tony. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, so the Ukrainian people elected a leader who's basically the Dave Chappelle of the Ukraine. He, The first thing he did when he got to power was he banned the opposition. He shut down the opposition media. He cozied up to NATO and the Western nations. They drugged him with false promises of Okay, but wait, alliance. Tony, Tony, what what does that have to do with anything and what we're talking about? Well, they they flooded Ukraine with weapons. They When you say they, weapons. who who's they? Germany, okay. United States. Okay, all Canada. right. So okay, okay. So now tell me what the point is, Tony. They took all the weapons, placed them on the border facing Russia. Okay, so now Russia is under threat, and 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 Putin actually said to 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 the Ukrainian uh, leadership, "Back off, back off," and they didn't listen. So you have this inexperienced leader who's basically given his people to 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 wholesale slaughter. This guy's got blood on his hands. He's his negligence is is the reason why they're in this whole predicament. Okay, I I, I hear you, Tony, and um, I you know I, I have to have time to look into exactly what you just said, so I don't want to comment on that. But I do thank you for your telephone call to Brooklyn and Stu. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. 
Yeah, good morning, Tom. I, I listen to all these amateurs talking about what's uh, going to happen. A few uh, words of caution. First of all, do you think for one minute we don't have special forces on the ground? How do you think all these Russian tanks are getting knocked out when the Ukrainians supposedly didn't have the missiles? And secondly, you know, uh, in a uh, an open tank country, yes, the Ukrainians wouldn't have a chance. When you're talking about urban combat, the Wehrmacht, which are very professional, went through the Polish army and the French army in a matter of days. But wait, but Stu, when it came to wipe out the Jews in the I, ghetto, wait, wait, it was Stu, months. Stu, I'm caught on your first point here. You believe that American special forces are on the ground in Ukraine? I know they're on the ground. And so a foreign legion from France and some of the SAS from UK. And and what's your... You, what's and the Israelis your, are sending their spike missiles and the Brits have sent their anti-tank missiles. And this whole column is a nice fat target. And, you know, you might have an accident from a missile from Poland landing in the middle of the convoy and let them prove where it came from. This man has to be stopped. And this jerk who just called the threatening or claiming that the leader in Ukraine has blood on his hands is just an idiot for making a stupid comment like that. These people are fighting for their lives. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Under, oh, this whole thing was prompted when one of the geniuses of the Obama administration on an open phone line, which was not uh, not uh, uh, proper protocol, not in code, not in code, not encoded. It was open, not encrypted. Bragged about how we just got our guy in as president of the UK of uh, of the Ukraine, and this set the Russians off because. We we took their guy out, and we're bragging about it right. well, stupidly Stu, on a line that was monitored. Well, That's Stu, when it all began. I, I thank you uh, for the call. Dominic Carter here with you, folks. Talk Radio 77 uh, WABC at this hour. And you want to stay with us uh, overnight, uh, every night, but especially tonight, because we have an ongoing news situation as it relates to uh, Ukraine and that is uh, that a massive Russian uh, convoy is nearly at the capital city in Ukraine. It's 40 miles long. And to look at video of the convoy alone is scary and what the military might might be given with this convoy. Time for a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls. Jennifer in Boston, Hudson in the Bronx, our friend Stan, Audrey in Brooklyn. We'll get to it all. And also coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Marano and the other side of Midnight. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. I am going back to the breaking news situation out of Ukraine in just a moment and more of your telephone calls. But the subway system in New York City, something has to give here, folks. I don't know if you've seen the video, but it is absolutely disgusting. At the 241st Street station in the Bronx, 
uh, Wakefield section of the Bronx. Man, this woman sitting there on 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 in a, in a on a bench uh, on the platform waiting for the Manhattan bound train. This man walks up to her, opens a plastic bag, and and smashes the bag into her face with human waste, feces, right? Not only does he do it one time, he does it a couple of times, and then this animal, this animal, and that's what he is, this animal, then it wasn't enough to mush her face several times. He almost comes back and makes sure that he smears it in her hair and on the side of his face. So, the great NYPD, we don't fully appreciate the NYPD for what they do. They already have this animal in custody. They've already made an arrest. He fled the scene. Also, the situation with the uh, city uh, health worker hit in the head, the police said, uh, some 13 times with a hammer. They have arrested that animal. And I'm, folks... I have some sympathy, some, for treatment of the mentally ill, but something has to give. You have got to enforce Kendra's law. You have got to do something to get these animals off the street. What is it going to take? What is it going to take? We're going back now to the, I'll be um, elaborating on these situations later this week. We're going back to the telephone calls, but I do want to say thank you to Patricia Landry. And Patricia, I received the card that you sent me uh, from Brooklyn. And uh, I thank you uh, very much. And it was very nice of you uh, to send me the card. It was a great way to start out my night uh, tonight. And so thank you very, very much, Patricia. Let's now go to Jennifer, our friend Jennifer in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. Hi, Dominic. Um, first of all, just want to say thank you for being you and for being there. Um, you're just great. Um, so a um, couple of points, if I could. The man that called, uh, whose son is currently in the military, he himself said he was a veteran. I thank them. I thank them both sincerely for their service. But I found it very disheartening that he spoke in terms of military uh, appropriateness regarding race. You know that somehow. I I agree, Jennifer. I'm going to give you your say. So another caller. There are some people that they just want to hear what they want to hear, and so I let the man. I, I out of respect for his service to country, I let him continue his point. But I was turned off by the discussion of race. Everything is not about race. And if you think you're going to get a rise out of me all the time bringing up race, to be honest with you, Jennifer, I get turned off talking about race. And I'm sick of it. I would almost rather talk about anything else but race. But please continue. Oh, no, I know. And I, I was just thinking what it. Would he be behind supporting, um, you know, getting, you know, like in, in, intervening against Russian aggression if they were going into Yemen? Like, you know, if they weren't what he called white soccer moms or something. I mean, it's the most absurd thing. It's just absurd, Dominic. I mean, and it's, it's like I said, it's sad. It's the way people's minds are going. Yes, and then, and then the, 
and then the caller, the next caller calls up and he wants to know why didn't I focus on it? Right. Trying to have a go at you. Yeah, he's trying to have a go at you. Give me a break. Okay. So, anyways, um, that that to me is just crazy. You know, I know my godson served three combat tours as a as a marine, and he would have gone wherever they sent him because it's what he signed up for, and he wanted to be a force of good in the world. And now he's and he's. And it's the same thing. He goes out every day to, to do the best he can for his fellow human beings and who's ever in need. So, you know, I, I just don't buy into that. And I just think it's sad that people have to go there. That said, regarding the, the subway, I'd love to know why they don't use the National Guard, Dominic. I really would. I mean, if the Proud Boys are going to have a rally in Central Park, it's in the National Guard or, you know. Well, least, nothing right? nothing's going to happen because we, right now, uh, for the next couple of months because we have a primary for governor coming up and um, governor Hochul, she needs, she's looking to be elected in her own right. She needs those progressive votes out of New York city. If she calls out the national guard, her campaign would practically be dead on arrival. So that's not going to happen. That is that if she did the right thing, if she, she, her, her first, Priority. Her first responsibility is to look out for the welfare and well-being of the citizens of New York, and because that would be doing the right thing, people would hold it against her. Think of think of how upside down the world has gotten, Dominic. Well, so Jennifer, said, I wait. I agree with you, but here's the only thing where uh, a correction. You said that's the first responsibility of an elected official. In their minds, no, it's not. The first responsibility of an elected official is to get elected and reelected. In their minds. Yeah, getting reelected, yeah. Well, with that said, Dominic, like I said, thanks for being you and don't say hugs and uh, have a blessed <laughs> evening. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you. I, I came back down from uh, Rhode Island and my, my dog was the uh, co-pilot, my uh, Maltese uh, Delce, and um, he, he's doing well sleeping right now. Let's go. In a, in a minute or so, we're going to talk to Frank Morano, the other side of Midnight. Let's go to Hudson in the Bronx. We're talking about the situation uh, in Ukraine in which there's a 40-mile caravan of Russian uh, vehicles headed towards the uh, capital city in Ukraine. And uh, nothing has happened as of right now. But Frank Morano, as always, is live, and he will be staying on top of this situation. Hudson in the Bronx, good morning. Good morning, Tom. Always good to hear your voice. Thank you. Um, Yours just as well. To on, just to touch on Adams real quick. You asked what, what has to give mm-hmm. and what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And I won't get graphic with the terminology, mm-hmm. but you get you get his brother coming into this city and he gets a bag of crap switched on his face. I guarantee you something will change. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It, it's crazy. I, I, I don't even, I don't even want to really put this in the air Hudson, but you know, you, you've talked to me about, you've had to uh, purchase for your wife, uh, uh, mace and so on um and you know and we all have families i mean and 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 think about this what what if let's say for argument's sake that the lady was married or or her son walked up and saw this man mush human waste on her face a man is going to be a man and a man you're not going to just stand there and go excuse me sir uh i don't think you should do this you know, so I, I just, Hudson, I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's. Yeah, no, it's, it's, first of all, it's disgusting. Second of all, thank you for saying that with my wife. Um, She's moving to another place 
next week, and I already told my job I can't do OT just so I can go pick him up every day. So right, right, right. Um, but, but, and, but but that's the world that we live in. That That's the world we live in. And then uh, just two things real quick. I know that guy Tony called before, and this is something totally off subject. He happened to mention that that guy's a comedian over there, and he mentioned, you know, that's like Chappelle running the country. He needs to Google Chappelle. Uh, I would say the majority of this audience would agree with about 80% of Chappelle's politics, and he would probably do a much better job than most people in office. Uh, but back to the to the Ukraine border and stuff, I didn't want anything to do with it in the beginning. I was more about, you know, hey, listen, let's fix our border. Let's fix our problems. Um, I don't know what's going on now. I just know that the only way to fix this is through strength. I know people are calling today, and they're saying, you got to give them this. You got to give them something. I'm sorry, that stuff's it's it's not going to work. He planned for all this because he knew Biden wasn't going to do anything. The only way for things to fix is for Biden to do something. Dom, I love you. Frank, coming on next. Love same, you. Have a good same. Night. Thank you, Hudson, and thank you uh, for the call. And you mentioned Frank Morano. Frank's been sitting here listening to you to you folks call. Well, I've been listening to the whole show. A terrific show as always. So, Frank, uh, one, I I don't even know. I'll come to Ukraine in just one second. How does someone smear feces on someone's face? You got me. Uh, I Human feces. You got me. I think it goes hand in hand with the mental illness problem that we've been covering at length and that uh, there is not. You know, there's not sufficient safeguards in place to keep people that are violently mentally ill from being out on the street. But but we're setting ourselves up. Something very bad is going to happen in retaliation for one of these incidents. You're right. Uh, 100%. uh, 100%. We we can't just keep turning the other cheek and going, oh, the homeless, oh, the mentally ill. What do you have coming up this morning? Well, obviously, we're going to be all over this Ukraine situation, and uh, we're going to be monitoring a lot of the breaking news that's coming out of Eastern Europe. The convoy, as you mentioned, that's uh, marching on towards Kiev, at least according to the media reports that we're seeing, it seems like the Ukrainians are putting up a a much fiercer fight than the Russians had anticipated. So we're going to find out exactly what the military nature of this is with uh, Colonel Daniel Davis, who's one of my favorite people to talk to. He's a decorated Army veteran and a scholar. He's going to join me at uh, 120. It's also the Republican convention going on right now. That's right. Out on Long Island today. They're expected to nominate Lee Zeldin, the congressman from Long Island. I'm going to be joined by one of those candidates, uh, Andrew. Andrew Giuliani, who's doing an event this afternoon in Staten Island with our colleagues Curtis Lewa and Rudy Giuliani. He's going to tell folks about that. And uh, we're going to go through uh, a whole host of other issues that uh, that don't include Ukraine as well. So you have another great show coming hope up so. this morning. Hope so. And, and you never know until it's over, I guess. And, you know, it's just I, I, I don't know. I, I think you would agree with me. It's not a fun situation where at any second you may have to report this morning breaking news where thousands of people could die in the snap of a finger. No doubt about it. Absolutely. In in Ukraine. And it's just. Or anywhere else for that matter. But yes, that's absolutely right. So let's go to Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Jacqueline, you're talking to Frank and Dominic. Good morning to you. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning, Frank. Uh, I'll try to be quick. Um, We all know this is just a very delicate situation. One of your previous callers had mentioned diplomacy. That has to continue. However, at the same time, 
all the free nations of the world must collectively do everything possible, financially and strategically, to stop Putin from continuing to advance. Switzerland, I understand, stepped up. They're usually neutral, and they said they're going to freeze Putin's personal assets. We have to also remember Biden poked the bear repeatedly and pretty much left Putin no alternative. He had to invade to keep face. And it's a very real possibility that he is a madman that's out of control. You, uh, you had asked one of the callers, well, what would you suggest you could do at this point? Uh, I would hope that we have, um, not only in Russia, but in other countries, that we have special ops forces um, where dictators rule. And a few ways for Biden to redeem himself would be to resume the XL pipeline, shut down the Nord Stream 2, and stop funding Putin by continuously spending over $300 million a day buying oil from them. One has to wonder what that is really about. What's the real politics behind that? And I, Jack, well, will, go ahead, go ahead, go we, ahead. We know, we know. It's, it's the corruption of the Biden crime family. Well, I, I thank you for the call. I would love to follow up on that, but I am completely out of time. I want to tell you, folks, we are following uh, this morning the ongoing uh, breaking news situation out of Ukraine, a 40-mile uh, convoy of Russian uh, vehicles making its way towards the capital city. Frank Morano is on it. He will be here all morning long, live, following the developments. I will be back tomorrow, same time, same station, here on Talk Radio 77 WABC.